The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is the Obiter Dictaphone. Hello and welcome to the Obiter Dictaphone, a podcast by students from the University of Queensland where we hope to explore the law without the bore. My name is Lachlan Glaves and as always I'm joined at the bar with Henry Bretz. Hey, hey, baby! And Will Baxter. Hello everyone. I'm not sure whether I'll keep it in this episode or in the last episode, but we discussed how a Californian man is suing Heineken after they failed to uphold their duty of care in leaving geckos in the can in which he became sick. I then discovered that a Russian communist, on behalf of his uh, party, has proposed a ban on companies using the Russian Red Star, and that includes Heineken and San Pellegrino. Really? Does yeah. Heineken use it as like a reference to the... Russian red... They, it's just a red star for them, really. Yeah, they... Probably for them, it's just a star that is red. Yeah, the Heineken star, it's a representation of the five flavours, or the five, like... What's 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 in a beer? Yeast? Like Yeast. Hops. hops, water, barley... And then, like, secret herbs and spices is the fifth one. Oh, but I think some of them... Isn't, like... There was, like, a German law. If you if you want to call it beer, you're not allowed to put anything else in. Really? Because when they say, when mm. they say, like, oh, there's, like, passion for this, mm. it's not actually... They didn't put passion fruit in, they're just, like... Oh, yeah, that's what it tastes like. I don't know. I might be wrong. But usually, it's mm-hmm. just those ingredients. There you go. Well, before that law came out, that's where the five star came from. Vadim Solovyov, in the country's Duma, their parliament, on behalf of several comrades, has campaigned to protect the trademark the party has with the likes of the capitalist companies. This would include Heineken, Chrysler, and San Pellegrino, who have no kind of relationship with those symbols. And so the thing is that Heineken claims that its symbol predates the revolution and does capital itself and they've used that symbol with their beer since the 14th century. So, the re- yeah, the claim is quite unsubstantiated. So, would that be similar to, I mean, we, we were discussing copyright law a few weeks ago mm. in the, talking about, like, the Beyonce Jay-Z's yeah. twins. You need to trademark your goods or services. Yeah. What were they name? It was Sir, Sir Carter, and... Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy, yeah. Oh, no, but there was, there was, Blue Ivy was the first one, and then there was oh, those Rumi. two twins. Rumi Sir and Carter Sir Carter, and, Rumi. and they were yeah. trying to trademark the names. Mm. So, was it a similar process for... I imagine so. Um, the the communist red star. I mean, I really doubt they'll get through again because it's international. In Russia as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they could do it everywhere else. Yeah, surely they can't worldwide impose a ban on the Mm. use of the red star. You know, just Putin standing around like, no, I do not. I do not want San Pellegrino. I do not care for the bubbly water. (laughs) (laughs) Remove the star. I wonder if there are products that the Russians are you know, happy to endorse. Mm, that's interesting. Because if they're, you know, you can put the red star on that. You mm. can't put the red star on this. You know, listen, the Russians are trying to distract. They, you know, they've hacked elections. Yeah, and this red star, it pales We're going to disrupt your democracy, but leave our star. My <laughs> star. Well, Maybe like, the star has a secret listening device on every oh, single star. Oh, in every Heineken bottle. Like, there's oh, like a little listening device. And a gecko. And Hillary's like, thank God I deleted those emails. I need a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> to relax. They're like, we got you. <laughs> Do you think um, primary school teachers are going to have to stop using red stars for, for a congratulations sticker? Yellow stars only. And oh, maybe blue. Yellow. Well, usually the gold, usually the gold, gold star stars. was the standard. You, gold star. Bax, are you sure you weren't being naughty? Oh, maybe. Getting red stars. That would send a definite mixed message. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got a star. It's, it's usually good, but it's red. Like, now, well, you knew you did a good thing, but you also, yeah. you know, you showed off about it. So you get a red star. <laughs> red star. You're not know, quite gold standard yet. <laughs> what was the, it? Chin- the Chinese, they got like the, they're like, this is a golden sort of yellowy mm. star on their flag. Well, I really think Russian isn't trying to claim ownership of all star images. 
Oh, no. Not the Southern Cross. Not the Southern Cross. You're not getting my lower back tattoo, Putin. (laughs) The star has also been involved in a few other kind of legal debates. Uh, In in Hungary, the Hungarian government discussed a bill which, if introduced next year, would make it a criminal offence to use those symbols of tyranny, including the star and what what are the other ones? The, The... Oh, the hammer and sickle. The hammer yeah, and hammer and sickle, sickle. The skull oh. and crossbones. The um, the asterisk. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and that would include Heineken, and they could. Yeah, wow. if, if this bill is put in place, it would be a seven million dollar fine if you use those the yeah the symbols of tyranny as they call it. Seven million. Yeah. By a lot of a lot of rounds of Heineken. Yeah. <laughs> Prime Minister Viktor Orban said it has a moral obligation to ban those commercial uses. I guess because Hungary has a bit of a history with communism. But they're just below where Czechoslovakia, so they mm. would be communist as well. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Years of Nazi occupation and communist yeah. occupation. Yeah. Nice. There you go. That's hectic. That's, um. well, what would... All right, Mr. Glaves. Mm-hmm. Yes, you've, sir. You've done a degree in marketing. It's not true. <laughs> um, okay, you're Heineken. Yeah. Mr. Heineken. Morning. Yes, <laughs> um, I hope you had a good weekend. We, we've got an issue. We can't use the star anymore, and we need a new symbol Ooh. for the beer. It's illegal now in Russia. What are you, uh, What's your new symbol? A, a triangle. <laughs> a green triangle. That's a good start. A, a, good, a good start, sir. A green triangle. I, I can see another another political group who might want to <laughs> take that one off you, mate. I can think of no other no other place. No other greens. The Deathly Hallows are not allowing this one. <laughs> J.K. Rowling's like, nope. What about a rhombus? A rhombus. <laughs> Orange rhombus. I, here's my Heineken. Mm-hmm. All right, sit down and shut up, <laughs> Mr. Heineken, because I got one for you. It's a, a beer bottle, mm-hmm. but it's um, it's got a it's 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 a skateboard. <laughs> it's, a beer, it's a skateboarding beer. For reference, Henry said to me before we recorded, he's done no research and had no thought into. Yeah, no research, and what do you get? Skateboarding Heineken. Brilliant. I don't need to research. <laughs> I feel like Henry and I are in like the the dunce corner for not doing any research. <laughs> yeah, you guys sit you, over here. Is the, is the pass aggressiveness coming across the yeah. bloody e- earphones? But for context, Henry and I are uh, being like encircled in a wall of foam in the corner um, <laughs> on know, one mic. We have to share a mic while Lockie gets his own mic out in the big part of the room. There's a big red star if you've for, s- for coming along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> if you've seen Matilda, we're just making this podcast in the freaking chokey. Right now. <laughs> and Trunchbull over here, <laughs> dictating the news nuggets. On <laughs> oh, episode four, and we're already at each other's throats. Yeah, this is not going to go well. Might be the end. There you go. A Russian communist has proposed a ban on companies using red stars. However, I really think it's unlikely to get through. A little interesting extra nugget, like you, like the, the sauce that you get for the nugget. Like is a chicken that McBite. A chicken McBite. To add to this. Chicken McBite, yeah. yeah. Chicken or, McBite. Uh, or popcorn chicken. Depends popcorn on, chicken. Uh, depends yeah, on what you, you whatever, whatever the food is, that is a nice segue because this, this same guy was preparing a bill to mandate all restaurants in Russia to include at least 50% Russian dishes on their menu is what I've got. I think their menu... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like yeah, the, I yeah, it's a Chinese place and then half yeah. of it is Russian too. Yeah. So this guy... What's, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be ignorant here. What's, what's Russian food? I don't know. Like sure, cold like... cold elk. I have no idea. What is Russian food? All I food? know is, is Let's Russian not research drink, it. Is, let's just... Let's pontificate about it for a bit. Yeah, let's just... What, what would it be? Dips? Vodka? Vodka. I imagine there's like something similar to a goulash. But Russia's so big. Russia's in, like, yeah. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> I feel like I'm not, not just like, Breaking. do you know Russian is very large? Our latest news like, nugget. It's probably very different 
you know, cuisines. As mm. from- Russia's cooked big as well. Mm. I, I, you know, and people criticize Vladimir, but mm. man, ruling over that, uh, that big of a space. Yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, don't kill journalists, but, um, <laughs> but kudos for, uh, you know, having fingers big- that stretch out across the whole place. So true. Big uh- authoritarian <laughs> fingers. Here we go. Top one, Russian food, shashlik. Ah, yes, oh, shashlik. Semi-raw marinated fish. Mm. Mm. Oh, no, Semi-raw. sorry. Semi-raw. That's a different type of thing. The shashlik is a form of shish kebab. Oh, oh shish kebab. I would like a shish kebab. And In the a... shape of a star. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. I want it as a skateboarding beer. <laughs> <laughs> Odds of you making the uh, the logo for the Obed Addictive a skateboarding beer now, Matt? Doing a jump over a red star. <laughs> oh, oh, dude! <laughs> Jump Any the local star. artist listening, make that. Yeah, email Lynn with your depictions of our new logo. Mate, if we get any of those, we'll, we'll post them. If we get an email, we'll post it. Like, that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> on to Court on Film, where we look at the potential liability that may arise in some of our favourite movies, or some of our least favourite movies, this one being Jurassic World. Now, Baxter, as usual... <clears throat> You are an expert in this film. I have not seen the film. Please give me a brief great, synopsis. I went to great lengths to make sure I did not accidentally see this film. <laughs> yeah. uh, since since Lockie announced that this would be the court on film for this week. I like the idea that you create this announcement and organise like, all right, all right, boys. Yeah. Yeah, a week in advance, send out a little memo. Oh, yeah. Well, that is, that is what happens, isn't it? Sort <laughs> of. We're a conglomerate. Sends mm. out the, the Facebook message, which is hastily, hastily read. <laughs> until until I pick you up, I'm like, ah, shit. Uh, so Jurassic World, Jurassic World specifically, which I, well, you know, I don't assume. I think I make a very safe guess <laughs> that this is a continuation of the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. franchise. Um, yeah, I think I've seen Jurassic it's enough enough to know the the general premise mm-hmm. which, which is, is which is like, complicated there's like a mosquito in amber yeah okay yeah, yeah. and then oh we're going to the science of it there's blood in the mosquito mm-hmm. so the amber preserves the mosquito yeah blood in the mosquito which also, also preserved. preserved which has the dna mm-hmm. of all the dinosaurs that this mosquito mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. and it really got around the mosquito ocean yeah. it bit a lot of different mm. dinosaurs. i think they had a few different mosquitoes a few oh, okay there's, there's a whole bunch and then they uh get the dna Somehow, it's a big jump from there to <laughs> yeah. just creating full-size real-life dinosaurs on mm-hmm. some island. Mm. And then it goes pretty bad. I assume Jurassic World is the same, essentially. Yeah, so... Pretty much. <laughs> the idea is it's the same island some 30 years later after the original Jurassic Park was shut down because <laughs> dinosaurs escaped, went Rebranding. haywire. Yeah, go. we're going to stick with Jurassic, mm-hmm. but... Change I think park. the park thing was our yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah. Not really. <laughs> Dinosaurs people are generally okay with. But yeah. That was a business student. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the idea, they've rebranded and now it's an operating zoo, essentially. However, they've created this new dinosaur, a genetically engineered and Indominus Rex. Oh, it's new? Yeah. Oh, like- part raptor, part Tyrannosaurus Rex, bit of frog DNA in there, bit of... Like, Bit of what gecko. does the frog DNA do? Like tongue, jumping. Drank a dam. The frog DNA allows it to camouflage or something. There's something ridiculous like oh, that. Oh, it's no frogs as were. frogs do. The, the, yeah, <laughs> the, the, camouflage. Yeah, the science is. Camo, short. Yeah, camo at Billabong. I, I, I guess maybe at some point I purchased a, a yeah. pair of camo boardies. Correct me if I'm wrong, but please. 
Billabong specialises in surfwear. Yeah. <laughs> you can get camo surfwear. I'm not saying you can't mm. get camo surfwear, mm. but it's not, you know, you don't walk into a Billabong and it's just stocked water With khaki. <laughs> Maybe you don't. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, it escapes. Chaos unfolds. There's a couple of little kids there. Yeah. They spend most of the time running away from the dinosaur and not dying. We got a little notification. It's not even like an alert. It's just a summary. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, nice. All's of them. good on the Windows, Windows Defender. Defender. Yeah, yeah, that boss. Sucks. Just checking it. <laughs> sorry, just you know, tangent number twelve. Mm-hmm. My um, I've noticed my laptop is like getting more passive aggressive with <laughs> reminding me to do updates. It doesn't just do like a normal like computery. Please update. It's like, let's tick this one off your list. Oh, I get that one on my, <laughs> yeah. my work ones, Adele. Yeah. It's like, do you want to just get this done? Yeah. <laughs> I want to just leave it as long as possible. See if it's like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> your life is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, if I'm on my computer, by definition... Like, something is due within yeah, the hour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't have time to update I don't have time it. to restart you. Why doesn't... Yeah, it never reminds you, like, once you've closed all your things, it's like, oh, hey, just before you're done, mm-hmm. that would be a good idea. I'd be up for that. Anyway, sorry. Let's look at Zoolaw. Zoolaw. pretty much called. So, a person who owns or operates a zoo is strictly liable for injury to a personal <laughs> property if the injury is caused by an animal owned by or in the custody of the zoo. Pretty obviously. If you strict liability. That's the big uh, key word there. Strict. They're liable. I came across an, an article which had the title, Bought a Zoo? Then you need to learn about strict liability. <laughs> like in that famous movie, <laughs> we, we Bought a, a Zoo! zoo. It's just starring a... Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Bought a Zookeeper! We bought... <laughs> it's just a family that takes Kevin James as a slave. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right. Uh... Back to it. Anyway, yeah, sorry. The the article was, was talking about strict liability mm-hmm. for for keepers of exotic and dangerous animals. Because apparently yeah. this wasn't a, this wasn't a zoo that the uncle mm-hmm. was talking about, but there was a man in, in uh, an American state, I think it was Ohio, mm-hmm. and he owned like 50, he had like leopards and grizzly bears and lions mm-hmm. and stuff, all that property. Yeah. And he had some <laughs> some mental health issues and he like released them all one day. Really? Um, yeah, it, like 50 animals. Yeah. Just released them into the, the town. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly- It's in- like Jumanji. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were literally all of town. But it, yeah, they were talking about how strict liability, even if he hadn't purposely yeah. um, set them loose, if you just had your, whatever the animal was, in a in a cage, yeah. and it was a perfectly fine working cage, and by some freak accident, mm-hmm. it escaped, you would still be loose. Very similar to the case of Burns and Jackson in 1925, where a bear chained to a tree in a zoo... Uh, attacked a plaintiff who was trying to feed it. They survived. The zookeeper. Was, was it the zookeeper trying to think? No, no, just a, a patron of the zoo. I think it's so cool. What's this, 1925? I feel oh, like. In the judgment, it said that it cannot be the law that the city can place in its parks ferocious and dangerous animals, which by... What's in the park? Yeah. What about the world? What? I think it was, yeah, I think it was just in a park. <laughs> that is insane. Are you telling me you've never been for a picnic at New Farm Park and been attacked by a lion? Bear, just change for tree. Like, Quick, up those out. cool trees. Yeah. As a general rule, persons having animals wild, wild by nature and of such ferocious disposition are required to keep such animals confined absolutely or pay for any damage sustained by a failure to do so. So I think that's the case here. However, you do not have strict liability if... And here we go. The animal that caused the injury was within the animal's normal place of confinement at the time the injury con- oh. occurred. 
The zoo owner or operator had posted signs at prominent places within the zoo, essentially signage that people are aware of. Yeah. Exclusion laws. Yeah. The third one is that the enclosure was constructed and maintained in a manner that prevents a person who exercises ordinary care, customary for a person of similar age, intelligence and experience, from contacting with the animal or entering the enclosure. So it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so strict unless you adhere to is that, these. Is that a is that a common law doctrine or from a? That's an Alaskan case, actually. Alaskan. So yeah, okay. So this, what, what's this? Is dinosaurs? Is it dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, Back to no, dinosaurs. Totally so zoo zoo time. That was the chair. <laughs> that was the chair. The McMahons have very squeaky chairs. Look at me. I see. I see your look. It's a, it was the squeaky All chair. All day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> over the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now sliding down the chair like it's a water slide. So, the Indominus Rex has escaped, caused damage, destruction, and mayhem. InGen, who are the company that own... InGen. InGen. I-N-G-E-N. Um, InGenetics, sorry. Cool. Oh. And uh, Claire, the one of the main characters, who is the operations manager... It was uh, just one dimensional at every at every turn. Every character. Oh Awful. God, it was Cr- bad. it's a crime against films. Yeah. Anyway, there's your law. Are they liable for the acts of the Indominus Rex? I think the onus is on them to prove that they aren't liable. Team, I'll take um, it to you. Like, I mean, I guess they would try and say that this goes beyond the pale of any established precedent because it's a new species. Mm. But in saying that. They they invented this species, mm. which um which wasn't wise in hindsight yeah. to invent a dinosaur. Listen, they <laughs> they don't have a bloody leg to stand on. There's nothing like a nice court case where the uh, barristers go, "Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we've all they heard. invented a dinosaur. <laughs> what are we what are we even doing leg. here? Yeah, all right. We- <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm going to finish all of my uh, all submissions with your honour. They didn't have a bloody leg to stand on. <laughs> your honour, listen. Um, <laughs> would would you make an argument? Uh, I my you know caveat. I was skunk drunk when I saw this movie. <laughs> it was the nine pm showing, I believe, at South Bank. I remember that Chris Pratt character, mm-hmm. the the ranger. Mm-hmm. Would they try and argue that he caused some of the damage and that they're not vicariously liable? Like, could they try and say that their staff are independent contractors, the staff who allowed it to happen, as opposed to being employees? Oh, that relates, yeah. The contract way, law, contract and employee law. Yeah, we'll try and shift the onus a little bit. Say, you know, because we know that Chris Pratt works for the office. So, <laughs> what was he doing it? What was he doing it? Awful. And he's a, he's a legal guardian of a galaxy. So you're killing it. You're killing I'm it. With just, these I've just got my Chris Pratt yeah. gear. I'm sure he's been in other other films too, doing various other oh, professional really. roles that we can. Yeah, we can. Don't even have the ass. Yeah, specializes in uh, contract and employment law. That's an interesting thing you brought up. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> just on the topic of the passive aggressiveness of Will's laptop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, a notification literally just popped up that goes. Windows Defender is helping protect your PC. <laughs> Stop attacking Windows Defender. It's helping. It's obviously a listener. <laughs> Sorry. Um, distinguish between distinguishing between a contractor and an employer. This is, we did this in contract law. Remember, contract A oh, was God, there's a yeah. few um, is whether you are hired to do a service independent of your overall hirer or as an employee where you're working on behalf of them. A lot of that is dictated by, do you wear their uniform? Uniform's a big one. Are you able to choose your own hours? Are you able to accept and decline sort of gig offers? Very relevant in the modern gig economy, including Uber Eats. 
No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, is he an employee and therefore are the... Vicariously. Yeah, are they vicariously liable? What do you reckon? Well, the court's very reticent to make employee... Mm. To, to make the, the person doing their job, whether employee or yeah. liable. Because obviously, they usually don't have a lot of money. Mm. And uh, if they're held liable, the person who's suffered injury and doesn't get mm. money. And they put a, a, a strong onus on the, the employer to make sure that whether they're employees or contractors or whatever they are, they exercise reasonable care. Because there was, was the Australian case, I can't remember what it was called, but there were a whole bunch of truckies waiting for an order. They're standing around, mm. not working at all, not doing anything. And one of them played a prank on one of the other truckies, kicked him in the back of the knee or something. Right. Like, as a, as a prank, like, just absolutely stupid thing to do. Mm-hmm. And this guy fell down and, like, really hurt his back. Right. And I think he was even held... Uh, yeah, the company was held vicariously liable, even for that. So they really go mm. to, to great lengths to... Get the worker off. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think Chris Pratt's probably mm. okay yeah. in this case. Uh, so Chris is fine. The The other rangers are fine, apart from so, the fact that most of them are dead. Yeah. So um, he's been employed to train the raptors. Yeah. It's not like and, he, he goes around the different Jurassic world. Yes, very good point. He's contracted out for, for a couple of weeks at a time for to Raptor training. Out. Yeah. <laughs> what about liability waivers? Have all the attendees signed something saying, you can be eaten by a dinosaur resulting in death or maiming? <laughs> Think that'd add to the experience. I, mean, I would be disappointed <laughs> if I didn't sign one of those waivers. I'd be like, oh. They definitely would have consented by conduct, I reckon. By, really? Like, and by entering the park. In general, fairly savvy company, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I reckon that'd be signs. I reckon that would be, uh, it would be whether that was a term that mm-hmm. was worked in or something. I am grasping at straws of my mm-hmm. contract day knowledge. But Is this I- all still taught? Valenti Nutria? Oh, Valenti! 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 I don't know what you guys are talking about contracts for. No, well, well, they, the, they consented to the terms by going into the zoo. Oh, yeah, mm. so true. So um, true. Oh, you know, and I assume, you know, it wasn't a shot in the film. Maybe they, maybe the great director, Colin Trevor, or whatever it is, cut it. But do you think that a sign saying watch out for the dinosaurs is a sufficient warning to exclude them from liability? No, probably not. <laughs> I think this goes pretty far like this thing from yeah as i said my dim of this movie the dinosaur they create is mm-hmm. closer to godzilla than it is to like a dinosaur um so i think they've created i mean and this just goes to the problem with the movie they completely missed that what made jurassic park a great film mm-hmm. was the family aspect the fact that the dinosaurs looked real and this the cgi this thing is just your mayhem monster movie mm. there's no there's no heart to it I think it's a crime in itself. What would you sentence it to? Two stars. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Obiter Dictaphone. We hope you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, and I desperately hope that you do not take any of this as legal advice, because in no way are we providing it. I am. Do you really want to say that? No. Retract. 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 Vacateur. 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 I'm Lachlan Glaves, and as usual, I'm with Henry Brett. See you guys. And William Baxter. Was that Asian or? Yeah, let's do it again. I didn't intend for that to be Asian. My name, as usual. <laughs> as usual. My name, as usual. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> 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 that's just ended there. That'll See you guys. See you.